Spence, how are you, my man? Dre, I am great. It's major week, brother. One of my favorite weeks of the year, especially this one, because I get to be up at like 3 a.m. watching golf. <laughs> yeah, I've done that a lot in my life. I actually, I love when there are people who can relate to that because at different points in my life, I become that guy that has to stay up late or get up really early to watch stupid sporting events on the other side of the globe. This is not one of those, but I'm uh, I'm hyped to have you on to get into exactly that today. So uh, thanks for doing this, man. I'm hyped to be on. I, I lo- uh, As you know, I'm a g- degenerate gambler, so yes. uh, I'll always go on and talk on a bet show. It's funny, dude, because whenever I go on this, like mm-hmm. when I give my picks out, I'm like so stressed about them compared to like <laughs> Like when I just log into my DK and bet random stuff. But when no, I exactly. tell other people about it, I'm like, oh, God, here we go. I don't want to ruin these guys' record. Well, you're giving out picks on Big Drive Energy, too. Like this isn't this is a novel concept to you. <laughs> true. How's, but those are like golf is so like far out that if I hit one, I'm going to let you hear about it for months. And if I lose, mm-hmm. I'm just going to move on and do it again next week. Well, that's, that's how it is. Um, in fact, scrolling through your ever-growing incredibly popular tiktok i'll see when when there is a winning pick once in a while i'll see that clip and i makes me feel good and i, I love yeah, to see it i um, ride that for a while yeah exactly that that tiktok's just on fire these days the uh the abs inspired names were just <laughs> were just legendary those were so Dude, i was so hyped to put that one out i was like yes this is not a lot of stuff i do i actually think is legitimately borderline genius but that was pretty close yeah no the uh god anytime you guys make a new video then i'm scrolling through your tiktok channel for like 15 minutes to rewatch old videos that crack me up yeah um so yeah check spence out the tiktok big drive energy of course him and um and his bro mitch they are must follows great insights on golf and um i found it incredibly comical all the responses to the live tour uh spence but you know i've got i've got no skin in the game um how have you how have you taken this new revolution in golf you know i i think it's a little comical how um on a pedestal all the guys that aren't going are saying that it, it it's so dirty and this and that I do think the overall concept of a different type of golf is good for the PGA tour. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and not the fact that they can just rest on their laurels, if you will, of creating this tour and then everybody plays it and it's the peak of golf and they want to be on it. Now this other one's coming in, offering more money, changing the game essentially. But as you have seen other than, I mean, there's a few guys, Dustin Johnson, et cetera, but most of the guys are just washed up guys that can't really win anymore on the PGA tour. And then they're going to make more money to not win, play less holes. Um, I do think the, the concept is good over the overarching concept is good. Mm-hmm. I think a little bit of the nuts and bolts need a good amount of work before it becomes right. a legitimate rival. Um, but I also find it comical. All the guys that are like probably in some sort of preliminary talks or have been with the live tour decide not to do it for whatever reason and then come out and are like, ah, oh, this is the worst thing ever. It's like, right. dude, you know that you're looking at those numbers that, that they're taking like Charles Schwartzel 
four point seven four point seven million from winning the first live event. Mm-hmm. There's multiple. There's hundreds of tour guys that haven't made that in two years, That's in total. Insane. You know, so it, it and when somebody waves those checks in front of your face, it makes it tough. Um, but I do think some of the tour players are going a little overboard in their defense of it. Um, but right. you know that it, it is what it is. Some guys. Uh, it's funny because it did make the, the PGA Tour started a new series, if you will where Uh they all of a sudden came up with a shitload of more money from somewhere to pay (laughs) bigger purses for like eight tournaments. And so as a PGA tour player, I'd be like, Hmm, where'd you get that? Or why hasn't that been offered to us this entire time? Now that there's competition, you finally decide to. So there's a, there's, there's a lot of stuff. There's lawsuits. There's a lot of shit going down. Yeah. It's uh it's kind of like the calm old world of golf has really, (laughs) really had a bit of a, a flamethrower thrown at its way but yeah you're right it's the response has been crazy and um like ultimately more competition more money should only raise all boats and and help um exactly so yeah the response has been kind of comical but that's why we love sense man because he is one of the good guys actually trying to raise the level of the game broaden the horizons of golf and uh for guys like me that's uh that's golf betting so yeah yeah if you're ready i think this is a nice lead up to go right into spence's picks but if yaya needs a second longer i will defer and take mine look at that classic stuff great great shit yeah yeah nicely done i love that well done yeah yeah um so yeah so I did a pretty deep dive this week onto the picks. Um, of course, major championships are always more fun to bet on because there's a lot more. It's like the Super Bowl. You know, there's more yeah. props. There's more different options out there. Um, I know we're going to get to DraftKings, and they put a few specials out there, if you will, of things that uh, we're going to talk about. But it, there's know. just more. They go. They There's more in-depth bets. There's more things you can look at, which, of course, in a degenerate's world is the is the best thing ever. Um, but I did find a stat and it's funny cause these are kind of, it's, I, I know in betting you see trends, right. And there's, mm-hmm. and just in the sports world, there's these trends that sometimes make no sense. Like they're it, it just more of a coincidence, but as a better, you're like, Oh, this makes, this has to happen, you know? Right. Um, and so my winning pick falls kind of under this where as much as Shane Lowry's playing pretty good golf, he's from Ireland. So he's already, yeah. uh, I kind of leaned a little bit towards guys already from that area just because mm-hmm. it's a different style of golf. Um, yeah. We talked about this extensively yesterday on big drive energy. So make sure if you're not tuned into that, tune in shameless plug. Um, yeah. But it's a different style of golf than America. You're it's a lot windier. You're putting from a lot different, a lot of different places off the green instead of chipping, you have to hit completely different golf shots. And so the guys that grew up in this have, it's very similar to like a tennis where yeah. if you're good on clay, you're good on clay. If you're good on grass, you're good on grass. You know, this is yep. just different types of grass, but the same concept. Um, yeah. And Shane Lowry. So this stat that I saw uh, eight of the last 10 major uh, open championship winners. So the British used to be called the British open. Now it's just called mm-hmm. the open championship. I'm still not used to that part. <laughs> yeah. Um, me neither. Eight of the last 10 winners of the, of that tournament have been top three in the masters that same year before. Hmm. Um, And so this falls under that Shane Lowry did finish tied for third in the masters this year. Um, And like I said, Irishman played a lot of this golf course before uh, does everything well, nothing exceptional. 
Um, but that's where my winner pick falls at plus 2,200 on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, this, this next pick is as close to a golf lock at plus odds that I've ever seen. Uh, mm. This could go horribly wrong for me. I understand that, but I'm going to stick my neck out. I'm not a big Jordan Spieth guy, let me say that. So for him to be on my card is pretty substantial. Mm. Um, but he played last, so a lot of the players played last week in the Scottish Open, which was a PGA sanctioned event this year. Um, because they get ready, they fly over, you know, get their body clocks right. changed for the for the open championship. Um, but Jordan Spieth had a chance to win it. Um, Saturday I did live bet him to win it at plus a thousand. That did not turn out. Xander Schauffele ended up winning it, but Jordan Spieth has won an open championship before, so he knows what it takes to win across the pond. And I don't know if he wins this week or not. I, I, if, if I had to put like a bet on five guys to win it as well, he would have been on there. Mm. Um, it's just the odds quite aren't there for me to be, pick him as the winner. But I think as a fair top 10 pick, he's rounding into form. He's, he won a couple, uh, he won like a month ago at the RBC he played well last week, finished top 10 at the Scottish Open. Um, and this is a tournament where the British, or, or goddamn, the <laughs> Open Champion <laughs> is a tournament where you don't necessarily need to bomb driver. You don't need to be right. accurate driver. You don't even need to hit it. And Jordan Spieth excels in tournaments where he doesn't need to hit his driver because that thing is about as hot and cold as, as Colorado weather sometimes in the winter. Right. So. He, he doesn't have to hit a ton of driver. He can hit a lot of irons off tees, keep the ball in play. Um, and he tends to get as hot as anybody in the world, if you will, with a putter. And if he can get hot with the putter, this is a tournament that last year, the Open Championship, now it cycles around. It's, it's just like every other major other than the Masters that cycles to different courses. But mm -hmm. last year, Colin Morikawa won the, the Open Championship at like, right. I believe, 16 under. And I don't think we're going to see scores like that this week. There was like damn near perfect conditions last year. I hope yeah. it's windy. I hope it's crazy. It makes it more fun to watch more one of us type of stuff when you're watching right. the golf when it's windy versus when it's perfect. Totally. Um, but the the fact that Jordan Spieth's already won one, he's been there, he played well at Scottish, all adds up. And then my last pick, Tommy Fleetwood, to top 20 plus 160. He's a guy that I would not pick to win this. Like if, if you told me five, 10 guys, even he wouldn't be up there, but uh -huh. this is a guy that he's like a mini Rory McIlroy in that he'll be out of a tournament, but that's the beauty of a top 20 pick is you can be 50th going into Sunday, shoot right. one of the, you know, one of the five or six rounds under par if it's playing tough. And all of a sudden you vault yourself all the way at the top 20. So I don't look for him to be in contention even most this time. But a top 20 bet is basically, hey, can you be one to two shots, if not in the top 20 starting the final round, shoot a little 68, 69, find yourself mm -hmm. in the top 20, cash that 160. So I really do believe in my my top 10 and top 20 picks this week, and, and I've gone um, fairly big on them myself. So Love that. That's uh, And that'll start tonight, yeah? Uh, it, yes. I think the first tea time in the morning is at like four 38. So, okay. uh, two 38, Eastern, um, whatever time that is in England. And then two 38 our time, I believe is when yeah. the guys are off. So when I wake up for work at 4am, I'll be able to listen to uh PGA tour <laughs> golf on my way to work, which is, I'm, I'm stoked. I love it. My favorite. Wow. Week. Um, that's incredible. So yeah, to lock in those odds, uh, got to get those bets in tonight. And, exactly. Uh, yep. You don't want to miss that. 
Yeah, I love the tier winner, top 10, top 20. Those are all extremely intriguing. We'll pitch you on some more real quick. Um, I have my big three. Fire that up. We've gone five and one the last couple days um, since I said, you know what? Screw it. I miss hockey. Or we're going to dive in and give out some sound researched picks on the MLB. Believe it or not, that's working. Um, so we talked about yesterday how inflated uh, course field overs can be and, um, you know, the value of away favorites. And that, of course, has kind of been the label that the Padres have followed. That was my one loss yesterday. Rockies pulled it out. Bit of an emotional hedge. You love to see that. Today, I'm going to go with the first five innings under. We've got Josh Musgrove on the mound for the Padres. He's been absolutely fantastic this year. And Chad Cool, uh, Cool with the K, he's at least going to gobble up some innings for you, keep the Rockies in it. Um, we are seeing hitting down across the board in the MLB, and I think a lot of that is just how managers are really staying on top of and um, managing, for lack of better terms, um, they're pitching. So, you know, it's it's quicker hooks. It's uh, more focused on the matchups and what have you. And that's what makes me confident in this under where I think you're getting a little extra juice too, just because it's at Coors. And then following that away favorites model, we are going with the Dodgers tonight in St. Louis. Um, look, it's Adam Wainwright on the mound for the Cardinals. So far from an easy... Um, matchup, but the the Dodgers are throwing out Tony Gosselin, who has an 11 and 0 record, a 0.80 WHIP, a 162 ERA. Uh, they lost a close one yesterday in St. Louis, so they don't don't want to fall behind. Obviously, this is a big, uh, you know, it's uh it's the second of three here, so they got to take care of business in this one. So give me that. And then a Rapids pick, doubling up, Pids, Rockies tonight. Uh, Pids taking on Orlando City. And uh, we've just seen the struggles defensively with the Rapids lately. Uh, I seem like maybe they turned a corner in their play and style of play last week. So intrigued to see how that continues. I think that could lead to more goals. But what I also know is that the way they are playing defensively is going to lead to more goals for the other team. Give me over two and a half goals at minus 150. That's basically hitting at a two-to-one proposition. In fact, it's hit exactly as a two-to-one proposition in the last nine, where the over is six and three. Sacrificing a little juice on this card, rare that I'm going to give out this many minuses, especially with two below the minus 150 threshold. But you know what? Spence has us covered with all the pluses, so I could afford a few minuses on this card here. Absolutely, and I love that card. Um, it does hurt for to hear about the inflated overs at Coors Field because I went to the game last night, and uh, mm-hmm. that makes me bet significantly more than I should <laughs> on it. And yeah. I did have the over, and after the first two innings, I was like, ah, this is cooked. Got closer, but yeah, really also, close. to your point, uh, I know Colome got hurt apparently, but like they pulled him out in the middle of the eighth inning when the game got close. And then, you know, so managers are just like, yo, I don't care if you, the, this oh, guy's no. coming in with one ball, you know, and that, which you never, you never really see that. Um, and then they held on. I was, 
I always will Rockies over everything. So I wasn't cheering for the Padres to tie it, but it wouldn't have hurt mm-hmm. if they could have tied it in the eighth and then the Rockies could hit a two one run walk off in the ninth. But you know, we beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean that, that sounds nice. It sounds like that would have been nice, no doubt, but <clears throat> yeah, no, we're finding that like a three to four year sample size. The um, unders are the way to go at Coors and I mean it's always getting inflated it's like the one ballpark where it's regularly over 11 and we're just not really it's, seeing that yeah six seven six seven eight 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 and a half seven eleven right. twelve <laughs> right exactly and that's now this is such an interest I want to make clear that what we are saying is not that Coors Field is a low scoring ballpark this is in relation to where that total line is set for the ballpark. So it's really irrelevant how many runs on average are being scored at Coors. It's all in relation to where that total is set. And that's always like getting like just skyrocketing up and treated the way that other ballparks, other batter happy uh, ballparks aren't. Um, so you've kind of got that, you know, it's, it's just the name value shit. Um, all that at DraftKings Sportsbook. We're gonna get into some pre-cooked parlays. We're gonna get into uh some sweet promos and deals they've got on the golf for you. They have some inspired Colorado-based SGPs and parlays that we're gonna go over. So it's actually kind of a pack second half of the show, all thanks to the good friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, and you know, right now, new users. Can uh oh yeah, this is the the free bet token up to a thousand dollars that RK was talking about. He gave away the most garbage, ambitious, long shot open championship pick possible yesterday, Spence. Um, I actually thought on the graphic Ronan Malarney was a um there it is, Ronan Malarney. I thought that was a typo and we just misspelled Rory McElroy and added a couple zeros to uh <laughs> to that line but no RK was serious um and new users could place a free bet on that up to $1000 and win a million if that somehow happened uh Spence like that that is amazing and looking at um <laughs> Our guest that we had on yesterday, he he's played on the PGA Tour a little bit and done some stuff like that. And he basically came out with all long shots as well. Um, and he had, uh, let me pull this up here. He had, well, he had Brooks Kepka to win it plus 5,000 pretty big. And then Scott Vincent plus 4,000 to top 10. Um, oh, wow. It's a guy that's like one on the Japanese tour. It, <laughs> yeah. You don't see that kind of odds for like a top 10, you know, uh-huh. for a winner, even that's like high odds for a winner. Um, right. And then he had the, the guy Wyndham Clark, but Mitchell's also got a Robert McIntyre. He's plus thirteen thousand to win it. So, oh wow! <laughs> See, this is what I love about golf. It's why, like the the KBO summer when we had no sports, it was kind of fun betting on golf and doing. That was like our Wednesday routine. We'd cover whatever PGA Tour was going on. All at DraftKings Sportsbook, man, they are the best. Um, all these long gods, all these great offers. Use that code DNVR when you sign up, and uh, they'll match your first deposit bonus up to a thousand. 
dollars must be 21 or older colorado only bonus comprise a first deposit bonus and a first bet match each up to 500 dollars deposit bonus requires 25 times two restrictions do apply to draftkings.com that's workbook for details gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 yeah yeah good call by you giving me that disclaimer i was not ready to process the new disclaimer what i am ready to process though as we hinted to is a new game let's go to the dilemma yeah yeah I don't know why we haven't done this before. It's been staring us in the face since DraftKings added these new pre-cooked SGPs, pre-cooked parlays. And so we're going to play buy, fade, or stay away from DK's pre-cooked parlays of the day. Um, And we've got some golf ones for Spence that we're going to jump right into. And here we are. Swinging easy at St. Andrews is the first one, Spence. The premise is bet recent winners and defending champs to show out on the old course. Xander Shoffley, top 10. Matt Fitzpatrick, top 20. Morikawa, top 40. Those three parlayed together at plus 650. I hate that I love it so much. Really? Yeah. So in in golf, really, um, one of the things I look at a lot is like prior winners. Mm -hmm. Now, if if it would have something to do with Xander winning, he's won two straight starts. The last two tournaments he's entered, he's won. So I give him almost zero chance to win this week. Right, Right. But when you've won two straight tournaments, one of them being the Scottish Open, he's hot. Okay, that takes care of him. Matt Fitzpatrick is a perfect guy. As I saw, we just saw in our right. case picks to win it. Right. Taking him top 20, that sounds easy. And Morikawa mm-hmm. is a big game hunter. Morikawa is scary. Yeah. Uh, I know RK loves him. I think he's vanilla. I don't like him. Um, uh-huh. I think it's just because RK likes him so much that I don't sure. like him. You know, when somebody's just so in love with oh, someone, he's like, the reason they're not. Um, yeah. But overall, he he's a guy that doesn't – he shows up on the big stage. Yeah. And he, that's why he's tough to bet on the big stage because now that he's proven over a couple of years, he's won an open championship. He's won a PGA right. championship. Right. You know, he's going to do it or you have faith he's going to do it, but he plays so not well in other events leading mm-hmm. up to it that it makes you a little scared, but we do. And it's top 40. That's basically making right. the cut and, and surviving Saturday, Sunday. So, um, you know, like that pre-cooked parlay is right up RK's alley. Essentially. He's just got to yeah. hope that Xander Shoffley gets, um top 10 which he's playing maybe the best golf on tour right now maybe the best golf right. in the world so i mean i i like that that pre-cooked parlay and i don't you know i watch a good amount of your guys bet shows mm-hmm. but i just wonder in general what is your feeling on the pre-cooked parlay is that a DraftKings thing where it's like hey i would love to see their record on these now granted yeah. they're they're big parlays mm-hmm. um but is it something that it's like hey you know if they had like a 500 record or a record uh, unit wise, that was pretty even. Right. I'd, you know, I'd be curious to see just for fun. Yeah, uh, for sure. Some of these, it's like, Hey, bet this. We know that Colin Mark is going to shoot 95 this weekend. So, right. you know, right. And, and not saying that they're like that, but just in general, some of those pre-cooked parlays, you mm-hmm. like it so much that you're like, Oh, something's got it. Something's off yeah. here. Yeah. And I mean, that used to be the deal. We used to have an odds boost section that they've kind of taken off um and the odds boost always felt like that like for a while we were like fading the odds boost um they just felt so cheesy 
these where they're handing out like 15 a day seem very inspired by the kind of uh, stat hub parlays. You could have the app kind of cook together for you. <clears throat> and they're a little more thematic. So I think I'm a bit more of a believer. But yeah, you would love to see the record. And for a parlay, I'd like to see a unit record. I think that would be the more appropriate uh, way to measure these. Yeah, absolutely. But do I, like I said, I hate that, but I love that. That's I, I, I can't find any leaks in that parlay right there. Which is I love scary, that. It's a scary I'll be sprinkling that. Yeah, with all the long shots you guys have handed out for this one being over, you know, plus six fifty and feeling that safe is uh is intriguing. Um, absolutely. This is the other one, and we're going nationality based on this one. Love Spence. these. Bet these winners to finish top of their nationality at the Open Championship. John Rom, top Spanish. You love that. Matthew Fitzpatrick, top English. And and here's here's the catch. Rory, top Irishman. We just had you give out an Irishman as a winner, right? I'm not mistaking my uh, yes. Tommy Fleetwood's nationality. So I imagine no, that's where you Lowry. Going. But Shane yes. Lowry, Shane Lowry. Tommy yes, Fleetwood yes, yes. is the other Englishman that will be giving right. Fitzpatrick a run for his money. Right. Um, I also love that. Uh, I I love Shane Lowry to win it, but Rory's the odds-on favorite to win this thing. Now we know what happens when he's the odds-on favorite to win yeah. something is he doesn't. Um, so that I, as much as it's crazy to say, the only uh, the only thing that would scare me a little bit about that is the Rory pick, um, because hmm. you know. It's he just has to be the top Irishman, so that part right. helps you a little bit. But normally, when he's an odds on favorite, I believe last I checked at plus 900 to win the tournament. Mm -hmm. As much as I wanted to bet that, I can't do it, I can't bet mm -hmm. an odds on favorite for a tournament. I think there was a run this early this year where John Rahm was the odds on favorite to win like 10 straight events and didn't even like top five any of them. So it's, it's, and not that there's pressure from these. I mean, there's enough pressure. Sure. There's not betting pressure on these guys yeah. at all, but it just seems that when a guy's an odds on favorite, everybody thinks he's going to win it. Yeah. We see the opposite. And, yeah. and he could have a Rory like week where he's 10 shots out going into Sunday, shoots some crazy low 64, 65 finishes in the top 10. Uh, and comes out of nowhere to kind of scare the leaderboard. But mm -hmm. I, I don't have a lot of faith in Rory McIlroy this week as much as I want to. Yeah, and I do think that with Rory, there is some pressure of being the favorite in your home, your home open. I mean, fuck, I saw it for a decade with Andy Murray at Wimbledon and how stressful that shit was for him, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I just think there's an added spotlight anytime Rory's going to be there. When Colin won the the Open Championship, was that at St. Andrews? No, that was at, okay. I believe, Royal Birkdale last year. Gotcha. Um, okay. So it's it's a cycling it's it's cycling on the the Open Championship, but it's a it's I think there's I want to say there's eight to ten courses that get it uh -huh. generally uh -huh. speaking. So it's a, a fair. I think the last time it was at St. Andrews, it was. 2015 14 or 15 right in that range okay. so yeah. so it's there's a few courses in it um but st andrews is the home of golf basically the yeah, end all right. be all like like if the, if you wait the opens i mean they all you get the same trophy for all of them but mm -hmm. if you could tell any player which open they'd want to win open championship it would be at st yeah. andrews so this is a big one everybody's geared up for it 
Love that. When the stakes are high, there's more bets. Everything is great. Um, Here's uh, one that jumped out to me. Mile high parlay. Broncos to win the AFC West. Avs to repeat as Stanley Cup champions. Plus 1,700. Who I, you know, the Avs uh, did a great job today in free agency. Got huge. Oh, you won the mm-hmm. cup, get the guys back. Um, yeah. And just watching what the Avs had to go through as far as basically telling Darcy Kemper, their starting goalie, which we can argue for days about how good or good he wasn't. Um, but the, the, the watching what the lightning did and the light, the lineup they put together for three straight years. I don't, I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me. Because yeah. just looking at what the Avs had to do this year, they had to get rid of. I mean, Berkey, Berkey, guys like Berkey and Kadri weren't even like they were like, no, we're, we have we have other guys we want to sign for cheaper, and you guys are going to test the market. I don't know how the Lightning did it. Maybe they just timed it up well, where they had a bunch of guys on five by whatevers, mm-hmm. um, where they had the three years in a row with all of them. But um, if the Avs can put together the same, pretty much the same squad, new yeah. goalie, I do like. I honestly like them to repeat. Um, yep. Just because now they have, they were always the team that everybody thought would win. They were always the Rory McIlroy, yeah, and that would get there and get close and then fall, falter. Well, now mm-hmm. they're reversing roles with the Lightning. Where even the Stanley Cup, I was scared. I was like, the Lightning have been here before. Well, now right. the Abs have been there before and have all that confidence going into the playoffs. And I, so I like that part of it. I tell you what, I love Russell Wilson. I love what the Broncos are putting together. Yeah. First year head coach, first year quarterback against and and people just seem to think that. I mean, I love. I would love to think that the Chiefs aren't going to be as good just because they lost Tyreek Hill, but mm-hmm. the Chiefs are still the Chiefs, man. I, yeah. I don't. And the division is probably the best division in football by a good bit. They're yeah, going to play six very tough games out of the, and that's not including any of the outside of division games. So I, I don't like that. I don't think they can't win it. Let me put it that way. I yeah. just think there's two there's not a, a couple of doormats that you get to play and you're fighting with the Chiefs. You know, you got th- three other teams in that division that could two of them made the playoffs last year. One of them should barely missed the playoffs, and then you had the Broncos. Yeah. So I just think there's it's too cloud in there. I would fade that. I like that. I love it. Um, of course you're adding some juice. And that could be one of those where 10 weeks in, you're feeling good about it and you get a decent buyout. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the risk is uh, is there all on the Broncos side. That's going to do it for us, man. Check out Big Drive Energy. Um, go Rapids, go Rockies tonight. And, uh, you know, best of luck waking up early and following all the open championship. Thanks, Vince. Always a pleasure, man. Love it. Thanks, Andre. Thanks for having me, brother. Best of luck, fellas. 